Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. Well, this is the last episode of May 2020. I will tell you, the last three months have gone by very quickly in my household. I just hope the summer doesn't go as fast. Today's episode is a story about a tadpole. I've been thinking about tadpoles a little bit lately because there's hundreds of them on our pond's edge. It's a really fun time of year watching these little tadpoles that eventually become frogs. All right, we'll get right into the story. Thanks again for listening. Remember to share it with your friends and family. The Lost Tadpole Erica was eating algae. She was a tadpole among hundreds of other tadpoles, fending for their lives. They didn't have a mother or father watching over them. When they were born, they were expected to figure it out on their own. But all these tadpoles together were one big community, and they helped each other out. The majority of them would all crowd around the edge of the shoreline, and if there wasn't enough food for one, another would find a new patch of algae and would call to others to come. Even though they were helpful, there were times when they would fight over the same food because there were so many tadpoles and only so much food. On this particular day, Eric was eating with quite a few other tadpoles when they were disrupted by children's feet running into the water. This caused many of the tadpoles to separate, but Erica got caught up on one of the children's legs as they ran out into the water, and she was taken quite a ways from shore. And what was a few feet for you and I seemed like a mile for this tadpole. She was not used to deep waters, and when she looked down, it was very dark. There were not any other tadpoles around, and she was frightened. And the waves that the children were creating were making it difficult for her to swim back to shore. Her little tail was getting tired. She decided she just needed to rest. So she floated down in the water. She could see little plants at the bottom of this pond. She settled on the sandy bottom. Then she saw some fish overhead. And then she buried herself into the sand. A trick one of her friends had told her to do whenever a fish had come by. Erica was not sure how she was ever going to get back to her friends and family. After a bit, she decided to start swimming just above the bottom surface. She found a little bit of food here and there along the way. She became tired and decided to sleep. When she woke up, she wasn't on that sandy bottom any longer. She was just below the surface of the water. She looked around, trying to figure out what she was on. There seemed to be a log underneath her. She swam around and figured out that she had been on a turtle who was now sitting on a log. Then she asked the turtle, How did I get on you? I don't know. I didn't know that you were on me. You must have somehow gotten attached to me on my slow swim to my favorite log. Oh no, said Erica. I'm probably further away from home than I was before. Do you know where you live? I live on the shore's edge. That's all I can tell you. Well, I'm sure I can get you back there. It might take a little bit of time, but we'll get you there. Stick around and I'll get you home, kid. So Erica decided she had no other choice. She had no idea which way to swim, and it was going to be very dangerous to swim out in the open pond. So she ate some of the algae that was on the log. She didn't really notice, but she had been growing. She was twice the size now of when she had left the shore. After eating, she took a little swim, not very far from the log but far enough for a fish to see her, and Erica saw its big eyes coming towards her. She swam fast as she could, 
until she bumped into something. She figured it was the log or the turtle, and she grabbed on tight as she watched the fish getting closer and closer to her. But whatever she was holding on to moved, moved quickly, and she was out of the water. She looked down below and could see the massive pond. She was in the air. How could this be? Turtles don't fly. When she finally turned to see what she was holding on to, she realized it was a duck, and the duck was circling around the pond. Either she spooked it, or the fish spooked it, and it took off. Take me back, she screamed. I need to go home. The duck couldn't hear her, not with the noise of the breeze around them. The duck came down towards the water and landed with a splash, and Erica fell off into the water. And the duck was much faster than she was, and she couldn't catch up to ask the duck to take her home. But Erica could see the shore now and started swimming towards it. Maybe she would be home soon after all. She swam into a large chunk of algae, and she ate it as she swam along. It actually helped give her some camouflage, protecting her from the fish. Finally, after many, many hours, she reached shore. But there was no sign of her family and friends. When she was on that duck up in the air, she realized how big the pond really was. And really, her friends and family could be on any side of the pond. She was exhausted from the day and decided to go to sleep. When she woke up the next morning, she could no longer be in the shallow of the shallows of the water. She had grown quite a bit overnight. And she felt something different behind her. As she looked, she had two legs sticking out. So she spent time trying to figure out how to use them. It was exciting and scary at the same time. She seemed to be constantly changing. and She wanted to get home so she could talk to her friends and family and try to understand together what was happening. She swam and walked a bit along the shoreline, figuring she'd eventually find her family and friends, if it, even if it took her days. As she was hopping along the shore, she noticed a ripple coming towards her. It was as if the water had separated, waves on each side. It didn't take long before it was there on the shore. It was a hairy creature. Hello, said Erica. Oh, hi, how are you? I'm lost. I'm trying to find my family and friends. A pollywog like you are lost? Well, I'm a tadpole. You look more like a pollywog now to me. Could you help me find them? Well, I am pretty fast. I'm sure I could get you there quickly. You say they're along the shore? Yes, that's where I last saw them. Yeah, I've seen lots of pollywogs lately along the shoreline. If you jump on my back, I will take you around the pond and we'll see if we can find them. Thank you. I don't know that I've ever seen your kind in the pond. What are you? I'm a muskrat. And if you jump on my back, you'll see how swimming is in luxury. And so Erica jumped on board and they swam along the shoreline, stopping here and there. And it didn't take long. The muskrat was very fast in the water. And they finally found a group of tadpoles, pollywogs, and frogs. And as Erica got off, she swam over to them. She didn't recognize them as any of her friends and family before because they had all grown up, just like she had. But after talking to him for a few moments, she realized this was her family, and she thanked the muskrat for getting there. No problem. I'm sure I'll see you around. And he took off. And that evening, she had a great night of sleep, and in the morning, she now had four legs, still the tail, but one step closer to being a frog. And now she was able to ask her friends and family how to use these feet that she had, and she felt right at home. This concludes The Lost Tadpole.
If you enjoyed this story or any of our other stories on the podcast, please leave a review and share your experience for others to see. Or share the podcast with friends and family that you believe will enjoy this podcast. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare. Available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast. And as always, continue to listen to our next episode.